Thank you so much for coming to the Rampify recording to discuss some of the current key ideas for experiential learning, global education, and public impact for this upcoming year for a wider audience to learn about. Let's start with, can you describe the intended purpose of your new role as Associate Dean and explain why you wanted to lead these initiatives? Thank you, Sarah. Thank you for inviting me to this podcast. I'm really excited to talk about the few initiatives that fall in this wonderful position. Much of my role is an extension of my previous work in French studies. My colleague Barbara Abrams and I really rebuilt the French program at the university when we were hired. And through this work, it really was about engaging students to connect their learning in the classroom with us to study abroad and off-campus experiences, whether they were local such as the French library, La Bibliothèque Française, which is about a 10-minute walk through beautiful public garden, and whether it was as close as that to study abroad experiences in France and Senegal. And it also enables me to support faculty and staff as they work to actualize their projects connected to study abroad and experiential learning. Wonderful. Can you tell me more about the value of enhancing Civic's reputation around the experiential learning and global education spaces? Yes, and I think it's important for two reasons, for many reasons. I'll focus on two for today's talk. First, education is foundational, which means that it must be accessible to everyone. And I actually resist the idea of an ivory tower that is disengaged from so-called real-world problems for that very reason, that I think real-world problems belong in the education, in the educational system, because it is part of our world. And so it is susceptible to our thinking about it and learning about it and growing from it. Education has been denied in many different circumstances at different historical periods. I'm thinking about the enslaved. I'm thinking about women. I went to a women's college, and so I know very much the history of women's education was a battle, as well as first-gen students like myself, that access to education is limited. So the first reason is that it's that education is foundational and it should be accessible to all. Secondly, I think the high cost of education means that universities must be more intentional in helping students bring the results, the fruits of their educational experience into a professional setting, both while studying and after graduating. I think in the old model, the career center at many very fine universities were sort of more focused on the postgraduate experience. And what I love about what's happening in the educational field, and I think that Suffolk does really well, is sort of integrating and helping faculty, staff, and students think about it in different ways so that the work that we do in experiential learning and global education is integral to what they actually do in the classrooms, that it's not the separate entity that they must, you know, go off and kind of figure out on their own. And that's also really important, that it really necessitates so many people working at all kinds of levels to make this work. Wonderful. What initiatives outlined in the curriculum currently are being invested in with the intention of expanding, such as travel seminar courses, global internships, or any kind of global education roadmap? Thank you for that question. That's really wonderful. These are the initiatives that I think we really need to develop more of. And I should admit that here we are in early October. I've only been on the job for about three months. So I have to say that my first responsibility is to conduct an inventory of what is currently happening in study abroad and in the realm of global internships and internships off campus. Study abroad is part, of course, of the Division for Student Success. And they're central to these initiatives. I want to add also 
also that the Center for Career Equity Development and Success is also working to complement curricular activities with experiential and career exploration opportunities. I serve on the International Engagement Committee, the Experiential Learning Committee, and I'm working closely with everyone involved in these programs. There are two programs, and of course, they're not the only ones, but one is the Travel Seminar course, which offers rich experiences abroad that are part of a course, which is exactly what we're thinking of. You know, how do we marry these different connected but different areas together? And I think the travel seminar is an example, and it's an ideal combination of experiential learning and study abroad. And there are two things that come to mind because I just recently looked at a few proposals from different faculty. There are two trips planned for Ireland through the English department, led by two English professors, and another to Rwanda through the economics, and of course, economics and marketing. So it's actually a joint between SBS and CAS. Another example of a wonderful internship opportunity is, of course, the Washington Center, which I've been talking to the director of the program, Christina Kulich, in the political science and legal studies department. And it's an amazingly fruitful experience, and not just for poli-sci and government majors. I think I myself was also wrong before really learning about this program in a deeper way. I thought, oh, it's a great experience for people who are interested in government and how it works. I have since been corrected, and happily so, because I think it opens the experience to so many more students that it's not just for poli-sci and government majors, that there's the whole history of institutions, the idea of civics, how a society is built, what structures, what institutions are there. There's ethics, and there's also professionalism, because the Washington Center has also an internship component. There's a semester-long program, and there's also a few weeks-long program. So it's a great program that's existed for a while. And so we want to build on that too. I, I think that's another message that I'd like to give this early part of my position, of this new position, is that we're really trying to get everyone engaged, that it's not just a subset, right, of the population. We really want everyone to be included and to feel like, oh, there's something for me there. And I think the Washington Center is a really good example of a program that's off campus, that is experiential, that is connected in internships, but it also connects you actually to the world, <laughs> um, right? Because it's the government and it's in Washington, D.C. And so I think that's important to remember. Do you feel like there's an appetite in the advancement team to identify more financial support for students to gain global competencies in programs such as the Washington Center program? I think so. I think the Advancement Office is very interested in supporting students develop those skills because we all understand that it helps to understand the importance of going to places that are different from where we live and what we know, learning about the history of institutions, of governments, of people, etc., and developing ways to make these experiences available to everyone of any economic background. And we have work to do, I have to say, to be very honest, but we have to work together to reach these goals. I think the Advancement Office is very well poised to start all kinds of initiatives where alumni from recent graduates to graduates from decades ago who are, quote unquote, in this the real world, right, and who are no longer studying full time like our students, but who understand the importance of these experiences. I think it's a great opportunity to give back to Suffolk that alumni need to be reminded that the money is not going for our merit, <laughs> our merit increases, <laughs> 
though merit increases are important, but they really are going to this vital student experience. And the more students we help, the more really we're telling the world this is who Suffolk is. And I think that's very important. Absolutely. So I believe study abroad re-entry programs are so critical for students to shape their story and articulate outcomes from the experience to future employers and or graduate programs. Do you see who is currently administering the program and do you think there would be value in the Career Center's involvement with that? Absolutely. I just had a conversation with two different people and one of them was Alina Chu, who is part of leading the Division of Student Success. That's the title. And it's important because study abroad does have a re-entry program. And I asked Alina about this because I wanted to know, so what do we do with students when they return? How is it important to sort of connecting what they experience with how they move forward through their Suffolk work and for the rest of the time that they're here? And they do organize a host of activities when students return. There's reflection and feedback. And the reflection is really important for the experiential part and feedback to the Division of Students' Success and specifically to the ones leading the study abroad section. There are workshops on articulating their study abroad experience, dinners with returnees, discussions on how to integrate the experience on their CV, which connects to the work, of course, of the Center for Career Equity Development and Success. And there are also, and I really like this, there are also volunteer positions that students returning to campus from study abroad do. So they attend recruiting fairs, talking to students, they develop relationship with other students, and they articulate the skills developed through the experience. So I think it's very helpful to have students who are recently returning from these experiences to talk to students who are thinking about, well, might I pursue something like this? And so I think study abroad is really important. And it's called the Rambassador Program. And I think that's an important component as well. Wonderful. Excellent. Is there anything else you'd like to share about Suffolk's commitment to experiential learning, global education, and public impact? Well, I have to say that I'm here to help, and I mean that sincerely. I love coffee and walking, especially walking in the city, in any city, really. And I say that because I'd like to invite people to contact me, and I'm happy to meet with you, even if we're not walking or having coffee, to discuss ideas for making global education, experiential learning, and the work of integrating CCEDS in these initiatives. And my new position is really about connecting these different programs programs because I think it's really to the success and to the benefit not only of the students but of Suffolk University itself. So I think with support, collaboration, and an openness to think creatively about the work of the university, I'm optimistic that this is a really good collaboration and I think we'll be happy with the fruits of our labor. Thank you. That was wonderful. Thank you so much for doing this. Thank you, Sarah. Thanks for listening. Check out our website at suffolk.edu slash career center and follow us on social media at suffolk underscore careers.